0: Well, met, fellow adventurers, I couldn't decide what to do, so once again, I went to random.org to just pick a number to choose which of the adventures from the available adventures list I would do. Of course, there are other things to do, but those are the ones that are easily numbered. I'll I'll do the other stuff too, eventually of course. Anyhow The thing that turned up turned up was the Avenger called the Wand. This is another one by the mysterious VWK I don't know who that is You probably don't know that who that is unless you're the GM or VWK himself And that's 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 probably the way I like it. Having a little mystery. This is called the wand. With your heart pumping wildly and your lungs struggling to draw each waggy breath, you reach the foot of the stair that climbs up and out of the ancient Ardavar equipped. Here we go. So begins the wand. There are special tip stash notes available for this adventure multiple paths to completion the adventure that led you to this entry features multiple paths to its completion it may benefit you to play through the adventure multiple times without saving your game to discover the best most advantageous or most appropriate path for your character well I may well do that unless I get an ending I really like at the start in which case that will be the one I keep the first time since accepting your task of retrieving the ancient wand, you're truly in fear for your life. With your heart pumping wildly, and your lungs struggling to draw each ragged breath, you reach the foot of the stair that leads up and out of the ancient Ardavari crypt, here. You pause, leaning heavily on your forearm against a cold stone wall, in a desperate attempt to regain your strength before the climb. Looks like we're starting in media res. Yes, us just start with the fun bit. The eerie moans of your pursuers. The undead host that ambushed you as you left the burial chamber. Well, that's what undead hosts tend to do. Echo through the gloom. No matter of moments, the staggering band of decayed guardians will be upon you, seeking to prevent your escape. The lair they've dutifully watched over for centuries uncounted. I don't actually think they've been actively watching over. I think many of these tombs have have a necromantic alarm thing where if you steal a certain thing or pass or step on something or some or in other way trigger a trap. Skeletons are wizened. And they'll probably only be active for a few days before the magic runs out. Because, I mean, you don't want to use... You don't want to use permanent necromancy unless you really have to. That's just going to cause problems. You're going to have centuries-old tomb guardians just wandering around. Because, you you know what they're like, undead. They're they're not really... they're not that smart. They'll just get they'll get lost sometimes and just wander around and bumble into the town centre and start biting people. The terrifying notion of being overtaken by the gruesome horde is enough to again set you in motion. Pushing aside your wariness, you begin a careful and studious stem of the crumbling stair climb that will take you safely to the forest far above you take you've counted only a dozen steps less than a quarter of the total that make up the time ravaged stair yes although i do take several at a time when you suddenly lose your footing on a loose chunk of stone uh, instinctively you throw out your arms to the side and lean forward in a desperate bid to keep from tumbling backwards into the dark of the tomb. Actually, I think I I f- flail out my arms, my my or four legs. So to slow my to slow my fall so I could just turn around and then fall in an advent, in an advantageous place. Or something like that. Pick your number. Bonus of thirty nine. Twenty from agility. Nine from body, and ten from luck. That, right. if I'd kept, if I'd kept those those gauntlets equipped, it would be ten from body. But oh well, got to get a hundred or more, or I fall down into a horde of undead. Very unpleasant. Failure. You cry out in alarm, as you catch yourself, fall back, and tumble topple down the stairs, striking your head, legs and arms during the swift, violent and unceremonious descent. Fourteen damage, battered and dazed, but thankful to have survived the ordeal. You stagger to your feet at the bottom of the steps, only to find yourself confronted by a pressing horde of groaning undead. Well, gotta deal with these because it's very hard to climb the stairs when you've got when you've got all these undead watching you it's you know performance an- anxiety and they really really smell the half dozen what in guard it's what only six we're running away and there was only six of them their decaying hands clutching the weapons with which they were long entombed moan savagely as they close in around you, cutting you off from the stairs, your only way out of the tomb. Without hesitation, you draw yourself into a combat-ready stance as the first of the risen dead lunges forward and attacks. So Watting Tomb Guardian begin combat. The undead guardian moans as it swipes at you. The enemy deals you a savage blow. Alright. And slain. 20 XP. Your undead flow slumps to the floor of the passage. You immediately find yourself confronted by the next horror to emerge from the wizen horde. It's a moaning undead guardian. Stop moaning. And stop being undead. Go back to being regular dead. Savage blow... Your undead guardian moans, it swipes at you, it gives you a savage blow for 10 damage, and is now slain. That's another 20 XP. You spin to your white and step back, narrowly dodging the, the deadly swipe of a notched axe blade. Axe blade. The The skeleton clutching the haft of the ancient weapon, staggers forward, its fleshless feet scraping across the stone floor as it mercilessly advances. It's a skeletal garden. Oh, finally, a skeleton. They're so much nicer to fight because you don't get various ooze on you when you fight a skeleton. It's just a nice, clean skeleton. None of that drippy, oozy... ...things plopping off bits that you get with ghouls. Begin combat. The skeleton hisses and it hacks you through with his axe... ...and nearly slain, and it is now fully slain. 18 XP. As you step back from the scattered remains of the skeleton, you spot a gap in the wank of your undead foes... ...through which you surmise you may be able, might be able to gain the stairs... The sound of even more one dead moving along the passage reaches your eyes and sends your pulse racing. So do I make a dash for the stairs, or do I just deal with these here and now? I think I think it's time to deal with these here and now, because honestly, I probably just fall down again, and that'll that'll get me, and that will just get me ambushed. Nah. Deal with them now. Continue to fight your undead foes. Three more undead figures emerge from the nearby gloom to join the two still closing in around. Once again, cut off from the stairs, you defiantly hold your ground as the reinforced Grim Legion presses forward. It's a staggering ghoul. This is one of five. Swipes at you. I stab at it. It is slain. 18 XP. Your undead foe staggers back. And collapses into a heap on the floor. The remainder of the Grim Legion seems to take no notice of their fallen comrade. Well, they rarely do. You step over the shattered remains of the skeleton. And engage, engage a watted fiend clad in tattered leather armour. Alright, so watted fiend. That's two of five. I stab. It slashes. It is gone. 20 XP. Your undead foe staggers back and collapses into a heap on the floor. A haunting chorus of hisses and moans rises up from the remaining trio of undead. A low, ghastly moan fills the passage as another of the Watting Horn lurches forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its rusted blade. Begin combat. The undead fiend slashes at you and is slain. Go to wherever it is you go. The undead eighteen XP. The undead foe staggers back, and collapses into a heap of the floor. Just two of the undead remain. Unless any other sneak up while I'm busy. A skeletal warrior, its fleshless torso clad in the ragged remains of a scale shirt, hisses wildly as it stalks forward and attacks. Begin combat with a skeletal warrior. Skeletal warrior Do Warrior Or something like that. I only know the song from the clips from the Jim Sterling, so that's as far as I get. <laughs> Swipe to you his rusted blade. Alright. Uh, 18 XP. Your undead foe staggers back and collapses onto a heap on the floor. Only a single member of the undead legion remains standing. Honestly, I probably wouldn't use the word legion. Because legion implies at least a few thousand because you know like the size of the woman legions just just about what what eight eight maybe nine dead. no that's not a legion that's a that's a company or something that's that's not that's not even a single century no, that is not a legion nine or so is not a legion a legion has to be thousands a legion is the sort of thing that that would remain a that is would be a kingdom level threat yes not just something that might take you a few minutes to clear up but as I say that that's just how I do it. Uh, that's just how I would use the word. Not the GM, so it's not really my business. The last of the undead. Well, at least I hope it is. Before you swiftly closes in, groaning loudly as it raises its decaying blade. Watting Guardian, five of five. The Watting Guardian slashes at you, and it is slain. Nineteen experience as the last of the undead horde topples onto the passage floor. He rushes for the stairs, eager to escape the tomb before any more of the risen fiends arrive. After a series of ghoulish moans wise out of the nearby gloom, he begins a rapid but careful ascent of the crumbling steps. Oh yeah, that's why we've got to get out because this whole place might fall apart. If we stay, if we go in there and hunt down every skeleton and every ghoul. You reach the top of the stair and burst into the pale light of the forest, relieved to draw in deep lungfuls of crisp cool air. The faint sound of scraping, moaning and hissing echo at the dark opening of feet a sure indication the undead have begun to climb the steps. You best get back from here. A shout rings out from somewhere to your left. Startled, you spin in the direction of the unexpected voice. I spot a tall, bearded man clad in hide hide armour moving out of the forest. He fixes you with a wary stare before edging up to the top of the stair and peering down into the opening. Did you find the wand? he asks. His pointed question catching you off guard had to make myself believe I was alone in seeking it but deep down I knew I was better than that you did find it didn't you before you can answer in one way or another a long hiss erupts from the tomb shadow filled moor. as you draw yourself into a combat ready stance, your gaze now frozen on the stairs leading down into the crypt the stranger produces a heavy mace and moves to your side the man quickly introduces himself as Grybeer, nudging your right shoulder with your le- with his left as he makes a careful pronunciation of his name. I guess my father could be blamed for the name, he says, tightening his grip on his maces hide-wrapped haft. But even my father nor my mother can be blamed for how I turned out. I certainly didn't want an adventure. After all, I'm the only one our family's ever known, much to their general dismay. No, you don't have to tell me your name. I'd well know who you are. I'd be surprised that there's any about who haven't heard of you by now. Well, did you find the wand or not? Asked Grybeer, briefly glancing at you, as yet another hiss hurtles out of the gloom-filled stairwell. You've got it. We didn't bother sticking around for whatever was coming up out of here. You imi- you're immediately suspicious of the band's bold, repeated inquiries about the item now safely tucked in amongst your belongings, the engraved oaken wand you took from the em- empty sarcophagus in the tombed burial chamber. You've every intention of seeing the wand delivered to Orvlolan, the only man in Hawkelaw who hired you to retrieve it. A chorus of hisses, coupled with several rumbling moans, drifts up and out of the tomb entrance. Grybar casts you a nervous glance. I'm not, I'm not going in there. You've already got it. Do you have it? As as Grybar's words echo through your thoughts, you overcome with a strange compulsion to keep the acquisition of the wander secret. Hmm, odd, curious, curious. So, I could tell him I have the wand, you know, be honest. Tell him I don't have the wand, in which case he'll probably go risk, go charging to the tomb to look for it. And almost certainly getting himself killed, which which is a bad thing to do. What does divination say? Succeeded. 4 speed to divination. You channel... Your power of divination, and immediately sense that Gryber's inquiry is not linked with any malicious intent. You sense that he has come here, as you did, seeking the wand, and he has no desire to attempt to take it from you. All right, and I guess I've no reason to, no reason to lie. I'm going to tell him I have the wand. The instant you tell Gryber you have the wand, he nods and relaxes his guard. If you've known every next breath, he turns and begins heading west into the surrounding forest, beckoning you to follow, follow follow, him. Come on, don't linger here. I can follow after Grybor, or head in another direction. Uh, okay, I guess I'll follow after him. I don't see any reason not to. For several minutes, you head west into the forest moving swiftly to keep up with Gryborg, who seems to be keen on putting a considerable distance between yourself and the location of the tomb. Fair enough. At last, he draws up to a halt at the edge of the small, open swath and turns to face you. I can't say I'm not just the smallest bit upset that you beat beat me to it, he says, smirking and shaking his head. But there's no one more worthy than you to come up short against. Well done. Grybor places his hands on his hips and closes his eyes. A split second later, his eyes spring open. And he again smirks. I'll give you 1,000 gold for that wand, he says. Strange, unsettling feeling comes over you. The instant Grybor makes plain his desire to acquire the wand. You suddenly find yourself struggling with the burgeoning notion of killing him. Alright, okay, okay, I think this is one of those items, one of those items that just has, that just makes you really, really want it, and be really, really paranoid, and usually this results in a lot of people killing each other over it, even though it doesn't, usually doesn't even do anything. So, you know what? Hmm. The thing is, I think, you think if I, I stay here longer, I think I may just be overcome by murderous rage. So I should probably, I really should just run away. Run away fast before I do something I regret. But, I'm going to tell him I'm not selling it. Grabor shakes his head and laughs. You're, you're right. That's not enough, but other means considerably more modest than your own, or so I must presume. He says, all right then, how about two thousand? The idea of of killing Grybal to prevent him from acquiring the wand is swiftly becoming a burning compulsion. Vivid images of Grybal thrashing about in the throes of death on the forest floor his body riddled with hideous gashes flood your mind nearly drowning out any semblance of rational thought uh, 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 no oh, oh no this is bad poor sighs and frowns You've really got my limits says i think that i could possibly before the next word escapes his lips you lunge forward throwing yourself at him in a frenzied, violent rage. He cries out, pleading for you to stop but the urge to kill him to render him incapable of taking possession of the wand is far too strong. Alright I mean I had I had three opportunities to one away from him. This is on me. This is entirely on me. I knew this was going to happen. If I stayed here, but I just sta- but I just didn't run. I just stayed there, like a lemon, an absolute lemon. And now I'm going to do a murder, because I'm such a lemon. All right, this is Greibor. I'm fighting him. He's going to be very, very weak. Because you're not supposed to fight him. And I don't even have the option to subdue. But can I run? Can I run? Looks like no. I stab up my enemy and boss swipes at you with this heavy mace. Looks like the concept of running is just completely gone from my mind now. What if I use, uh, impenetrable shield? No. No, there's no way to, you know, not do any damage for a bit. He's slain. Yep, yep, okay. That's another. That's another person that died because of me. Because I just stayed where I sh- I just hung around in a dangerous place for far too long, and now once again, someone is dead. But I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to redo this, because because you really, you, you don't, you get the same character development from one regret, as you get from two. All right. Four XP. Kybor was back several steps before slumping onto the bloodied heap on the ground. With with the very next breath, the blinding compulsion that drove you to end his life is gone, replaced by a deep and overwhelming mix of guilt and grief. A stricken with moss, With moss, You do what you can... To honourably arrange his body and offer a silent prayer on his behalf. Okay, I've I've got to get myself arrested. Even before that wand tricks me into killing again. For many years following the death of Greibor, you find yourself haunted by the terrified look on his face. His face, ball precise moment you launch your savage, unexpected attack. Your nights are seldom again westful, and your dreams only rarely pleasant. It is with a heavy heart and a burdened conscience that you at last set off from Hawk, set off for Hawklaw. Upon your return to Hawklaw, you meet up with Ordful One. The old man who hired you to retrieve the wand—I hope you didn't know about it. Mate, the psychoparanoia effect. In Stoneback Tavern, it was all Iron's map, a tattered piece of stretched hide which he claimed to have procured from a peddler on the road to talana several years back. That clearly marked the ancient Adavari tomb. The map also bore curious verse that made mention of a mighty wand supposedly hidden in the tomb's depths-the wand you discovered in the crypt's burial chamber. As you stride up to the table upon which Oliphant sits alone, you are again overcome by a strange compulsion to keep your acquisition of the a secret, Odo. No, no. I've got to get rid of this thing as quickly as possible before I kill again. The elderly man looks up and smiles as you approach. His wrinkled expression a mix of hope and fear. I never expected you back quite so soon, he says smiling. Is it possible you've already found it? Yes, yes, okay. i have got to give him the wand right now. Right now. Before before anything else happens, give him the wand. Ignoring the, gnawing desire to keep your recovery of the wand a secret, you hand over the carved oaken wand to Oran. Hmm, curious, it was never actually an item in your inventory the entire time. I guess because there's not really any convenient place to say where you when you got it. And you you don't have to. Narratively speaking, actually having the item, doesn't really add anything. The old man gasps in apparent astonishment as he takes possession of the wand. Phew! For nearly a minute he says nothing as he closely studies this curious item. This is beyond even my greatest hope, he says beaming. You couldn't possibly understand just what this means to me. Thank you. Thank you, dear friend. Strangely, and much to profound relief, the, your compul- compulsion to keep the wand a secret, to protect it, vanished the instant you handed it to Orlin. And now, even if the wand does make him go all, make him go all stabby and paranoid, he's he's old, so he, he's old and presumably weak, so he won't actually be able to do much. Unlike you when I do that, was when Sir Crokington gets paranoid and stabby. A lot of people get stabbed. Uh. Odvarden calls for the food and drink, for food and drink, and promptly hands you a wooden box filled with a large quantity of gold. You're surprised the box contains twice the amount of gold originally agreed on. That's two thousand gold. There'd be no argument about any of that, says Orvalin. As I said, I never truly allowed myself to hope you would find the wand. I never dared to actually believe the old map was white. Perhaps I also put just a bit more trust in these things. I, well, maybe not. Just, you spend the next small while enjoying a sumptuous meal. Well, sumptuous as a stone cavern allows, with it all fun during which you describe to him your exploration of the tomb and your narrow escape from its shadowy confines. For reasons unknown, you decide to make no mention of Gribor. You do, however, make a point about inquiring about the wand, asking what it is van plant intends to do with it. And the elderly man, who previously told you he hails from Trindmore, says that based upon several cryptic messages in an ancient text he's studying, he believes the wand to be one of seven that were long ago laid to rest with the power of powerful Ardavari mages. admits that he himself has no immediate use for the wand, but he will be presenting it to an old friend of his who will be able to promptly properly examine it. That old friend is Huron. Hmm. Him again. You meet, your conversation immediately shifts to other topics, and you're immediately struck by the vast breadth of knowledge Odovan possesses on a wide range of subjects. You at last take your leave of Odovan, wishing him luck. When he tells you he intends to embark on the low, long road back to Trindable via coach in the next few days, you also wish him safe pac- passage. He again thanks you for retrieving the wand. I may linger here just a bit longer, he says. I've not yet forgotten the jolts and bounces of a wire that brought me up this way. And at my age, a few awkward jolts might be all that it takes. The two of you share a laugh as you meet the elderly man in the shoulder cross before turning and making your way out of the tavern. As you step out step out onto the, onto the edge of the village floor of there, your eyes are immediately drawn to the sky. Far off to the east, in stark contrast to the pale blue swath stretched out above you, a line of thick grey clouds has begun to build, pressing a late spring rain that appears poised to sweep across the heart to sweep across the heart hills, sensing a subtle change in the air. You draw in your attire just a bit closer, and with one eye to the darkening sky, begin to wander towards the village centre. And that is the end of this adventure, called the Wand, with 1024 experience to general and 32 experience to all skills and powers. Alright, but I don't like how that ended. What with all the murder that, that kind of puts a damper on everything so I'm not going to if there are any other, if there are any follow-up quests to this I'm not doing them yet all right all right I'm gonna get myself to Hawklaw just visit my wizard coachman to get there quickly okay Just checking the wand. Yep, it's available. So I, it's not. It's not already done or anything. Gonna save. Okay. Now let's do this properly. Well, 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 okay. Since we've decided to bend time and space, we might as well explore the other options. What happens if he goes after where he thinks the wand is? Okay. Okay, there's the climbing the stairs check. Failure, 26 damage this time. And here, here's some of the undead. Quick combat, quick combat, quick combat. Everything's the same as it was before. Well, why well f- what if I make a dash for the stairs? Might as well explore all the options without a second thought. You bolt for the opening. Hoping you can reach the stairs and escape this lair before the tide of undead overwhelms you. I don't think it's going to overwhelm me. It's just going to be quite annoying. Alright, picking a number. Bonus the 39. Got to 39. Gotta get 60 or more. Or I will be overtaken. Pick now. 40. Failure that, I think that is literally as bad as it could possibly have gone, I think I bumped my head on the wall by jumping, I I jumped too high, hit my head on the ceiling, and then just spring right back down again, and then I'm all dizzy, and I flop, 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 flop down the stairs, and stairs, and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a whole mess, it's a whole mess, it's just terrible, it, As you attempt to sprint through the opening in the ranks of the undead, the vicious swipe of a rusted blade catches your side and sends you staggering backwards. That's 16 damage. Clutching at a nasty gash, you fall back as the Tomb Guardians swiftly close ranks. Right, then I'll just be fighting them like I fought them the last time. Once more, there's five of them. Just going to quick combat these. Twenty XP. Yep, they're the same as before. Wizen Guardian Skeletal Warrior. Do <laughs> <Skeletal> Warrior. do it, do it, do it, because I think I'm probably bad enough at singing for that not to be a problem. Alright, quick combat. Alright, and then Rotten Guardian, that's the last of them, 20 XP. Alright, I hear the sound, it's it's Grimear. He's not dead because of wibbly-wobbly-timey-wimey stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, he's talking about himself. We've heard all. We've heard that the last time. Divination again for XP. If I tell him I do not have the wand, the instant you tell Grandma you do not have the wand, he, rod, he nods and st- he nods and stead and steadies up his stance, tightening his grip on the haft of his met blade. Made. You don't have to go back in there with me if you don't want to. He says. His eyes fixed on the dark opening in the earth. But I'm going in there. It may be the arm of Malta, but so be it. All right, that's that's a arm of Malta is a common phrase in Swift, which I'll explain right now. The southern spur of the Fiddling Wage is home to three of Swift's tallest peaks. Mount Mailshaw, Mount Math, and Mount Muriel. These towering, treacherous peaks have foiled many who have attempted to cross them, and have invoked a popular saying among the people of the North, Brand, North Broadlands that's the arm of Meltor, which signifies something that's difficult or impossible. Yes, alright. And these mountains are all named. Mount Meltor, the tallest peak in Northern Swift is the towering Mount Meltor. The, the mountain is the tallest of three lofty pink peaks on the arm of Meltor spur of the in Range. The mountain was named after the ancient king of the fire giants, Maeltor, whom the god Suthak is said to have slain during a war in the commerce Cosmos just before the creation of time. Uh, I guess Swift-ax, Swift-Ax, more on top of things. Just deal with the fire giants first, and then create the universe. A long-standing legend has it there is a maze somewhere at the heart of Mount Maelsor, and that anyone able to find it and successfully transverse the many powers it contains will uncover Maelsor's tomb. And the untold witches it contains. That would be a fun thing to do, wouldn't it? Find Meltar's tomb. Yes, who knows what will be in there. But it's probably a very dangerous place. And also probably not safe for the rest of the world either. Because, I mean, we could end up with giant skeletons coming out. And that would be a bad thing for everyone. Mount Meuth the towering peak is the easternmost of the three giant mountains that make up the Arm of Meltor in the Thudorin range. And Mount Muriel. This towering peak is the westernmost of the three giant mountains that make up the Arm of Meltor in the Thudorin range. Well, you learnt something. And I think I might have learnt something too, as I may well have never clicked at Mount mail or Link. Or maybe, maybe, oh, I might have. It might be in the whole law book entry episodes that are down there. If you keep scrolling, keep scrolling, or you know, search law book for about eleven episodes of just reading. Well, maybe not all the law book, but. All the bits that are on the alphabetical list, which does miss quite a lot of them, actually. With that, Gribor turns to you, nods once, and steps down through the opening. After pausing to navigate the first step, the tall, bearded man swiftly descends the crumbling stair, his mace at the ready. Moments later, a chorus of swill hisses intermingle with Gribor's savage cries, And the unmistakable sounds of battle. Whittle. Wing out from the darkness below. So. I've got three. Three options. I could. You know. Get him out of the problem. He's only in because I'm a lying lying liar. Who lies. while, While telling lies. Or I could just stand there. And just let him die, or just walk away. You know, I'm going to stand there, like an absolutely terrible person. You you stand, listening to ghastly sounds rising out of the tomb. A low rumble reaches your ears. The alert and unnerving sound is swift, immediately followed by the unnerving by the imperceptible quivering of the ground under your feet. Instinctively, you rush towards the stairs. Alright, looks like it's... Looks like the tomb's starting to self-destruct. You know, like tombs often do after you raid them. I guess it's just one final act of revenge. Against any tomb robbers. As you reach the end of the open. You reach the edge of the opening, only to have the earth suddenly buckle beneath you. A series of violent tremors rumble through the ground, causing you to lose your footing and topple over sideways onto the forest floor. Moments later, when the tremors have stopped, and the rumble was little more than a faint whisper. You return to your feet, only to find the stairs leading down into the tomb are now choked. With an unpassable mass of earth and rubble. The ancient we the ancient crypt and all within its gloomy depths is now forever buried. It says buried it's it's now it says forever buried buried. But you know, when you're writing millions of words typos are gonna happen. Especially when you don't really have have a f- full-time editor, <laughs> you know, to check things for you. And most of us are too shy to mention it. You know, so we could just tell the GM, but nah, nah. As you stand, as you stand staring down the caved-in tomb, you offer a silent prayer a Grimlock who now lies entombed in the ancient crypt, and it is entirely my fault. After several moments, you turn away and head off into the forest, eager to return to Hawklaw and bring your conclusion to the task for which you were hired. All right. All right, yep. Okay, this... What happens if I tell him I didn't find it? Avarion seems initially crestfallen when you tell him you cannot find the wand in the tomb. However, as you begin to relate to him the details of your exploration of the tomb, and your narrow escape from its shadowy confines, his demeanour lightens and he seems to gaze upon you with newfound respect. Now I officially have the wand, so I can look at it. This engraved oaken wand is nearly a foot long, Ancient Devari symbols are carved along the entire length of the wand. You found this wand in the empty sarcophagus in the burial chamber of an Adivari tomb deep in the forest in the Hart Hills region of Southwest Tysa. You were hired by a man named Oudvalon to retrieve the wand. But after recovering the curious item, you decided to keep it. You naughty, naughty person! Not only have you killed someone, but then you've kept an item that made you kill someone. Oh, well, I, I don't know. Did it make me kill him? I't th- I don't know how much of that was the effect of the wand. Probably a little bit. I hesitate to call an endeavour that places you in such danger a fool's errand, he says. Perhaps that's what I should have thought of it from the very start. You've certainly proved to me that not everything found scrawled on old maps is to be believed. Uh, Well, that probably will stop him from uncovering more murdery artefacts. Like those other six ones. Ardavari calls for food and drink and then promptly hands you a wooden box. Wooden box containing twice the amount of gold originally agreed upon. Even though I didn't give him the item. And I killed someone. Honestly, that, that, that is blood gold. It's blood gold. There'll be no argument about any of that, says Old One needn't go around risking one's life to satisfy the curiosities of an old man and not expect to be handsomely paid. Deserve that and probably more. Please take it. It Does me good to give it to you. Okay, and now we're back to Yeah. Alright, yeah, he talks about the wand, Hugh's gonna get it. He's a very smart guy. The two of you share a laugh and meet the only man in the shoulder cross. Before turning and making your way out of the tavern. Oh, right, and the storm on the horizon, both literally and probably metaphorically, and that you get the same experience for this, even though you didn't do as much stuff at all. Even though you didn't give him the item. Oh, well. Okay, okay. So that's what happens if you send him on a if you send Gribor on on a on a quest for a non existent item and then let him die because you're a jerk and also because your mind was being warped by a magical evil wand. But mostly because you were jerky jerk face from jerktown, Minnesota. Or or it might be Jerktown, Alabama, or Jerktown, Southern France. <laughs> okay, I'm quitting without saving. I don't like that exit either, because, well, someone died. And now I've got this wand, which keeps making me kill people. So it's probably not a good thing to keep that. Alright, one, okay, maybe one, maybe two more goes round. Remember, I'm, I'm just going to be rushing through this. Got going to go through this really quickly. Click the check. I pass the check. With scraped fingers to show for the effort, you manage to catch yourself at the last possible set, second, narrowly preventing a nasty spill down the down the stairs with the sounds of the encroaching undead echoing through the darkness behind you you ignore the sting from your lacerated fingertips and swiftly resume your climb out of the tomb and this time I managed to get out of the tomb without fighting any undead at all alright here's, here's, here's the guy here's, here's Grybeer beer ok divination of course he's no malicious intent but maybe I do alright what if I tell him I do not have the wand but then if I depart immediately he will die but it will be off screen what happens if I depart immediately with no desire to re-enter the tomb or linger near its entrance you turn and swiftly set off into the forest, eager to return to Hawklon, bringing to conclusion the task for which you are hired. You've covered, covered less less than a dozen yards when a low rumble reaches your ears. The unnerving sound is promptly followed by the imperceptible quivering of the crown beneath your feet. Your thoughts immediately turn to Gribor. I could rush back, but it will be too late again. Nope, just going to continue on without even looking back. You hurry away from the tomb and quickly plunge into the thick of the wood. With every step, the low rumble and the accompanying tremors lessen. Until at last, only the sound of the forest surrounds you. Okay, I'm just going to give the guy the wand. It's not making me murder. The murderiness is stopping. He is smart. Okay. So that's what happens if you leave him to die and just walk away. Yeah, most of the t- most of the things are the same. Things do things do rapidly converge. But of course that makes sense because otherwise you could spend you, you could probably spend months Writing hundreds of different options. And well, Okay, admittedly, he did do that with one quest, the, the Dreams and Whispers quest, the one where you upgraded the Hexahedron of p- Perpetual Purity, where, where the first part splits into 64 branches, which is a pleading lot. But most of the time, when the, when, when you have a quest with options, it... Opens up, closes down. Opens up, closes down. Opens up, closes down. Because otherwise it's just way too much writing. Especially because once you get above a certain level... There will be parts of it that no one will see. Ever. Ever, ever, ever. And that's probably quite frustrating to spend hours writing stuff that no one will ever read anyhow we're back to sir croakington again okay here we go back to the wand once more just quickly clicking through that okay this time oh oh i fell down the stairs gotta fight someone dead Because that's what happens when you fall down the un- the stairs. You end up fighting undead. Make a dash for the stairs. It succeeded, and got out. You reach the foot of the stairs and instinctively twist to the side, narrowly dodging the swipe of a rusted blade. Without looking back, you hopefully clamber up the clumbling crumbling steps, desperate to exit the tomb and praying the undead will abandon their pursuit. And here's Grebe. Alright, I'm going to tell him I don't yeah, divination for the... Oh, it succeeded. It failed this time. You channel your power of divination, but unable to determine anything further about the man calling himself Quibra. Alright, I'm going to tell him I do not have the wand, but then I'm going to rush into the tomb after him. With the sounds of brutal struggle rising out from the gloom-filled stairwell, you swiftly descend into the dark, Taking care not to lose your footing on the crumbling steps as you rush to catch up with the Grybor. Who is who, I must remind you, is only in danger because I lied to him. You're halfway along the treacherous descent when a series of violent shudders suddenly shake the stair, picking a number. Bonus of 39. 20 from agility, 19 from luck. Got to get 60 or more, or I'll end up falling down the stairs. And considering what's happened the last times I fell down the stairs, I'll probably end up fighting undead at the bottom of it again. Because those are the walls. Fall down the undead, fall down the stairs, fight undead. It's just the walls. Although it probably only applies to, to stairs with undead at the bottom. Because if you fell downstairs in your own house and suddenly had to fight undead, you'd be like, this makes no sense at all. But apparently those uh, over here, those are the walls. Pick now. 94. Success. Despite the strength of the tremors, which serves to turn a large number of the steps into rubble, you manage to maintain your footing and stop yourself from plummeting headlong into the tomb. Well, I do have slightly sticky feet, I think. Maybe. Possibly. You suddenly catch sight of a shadowy figure running towards you up the stairs. Immediately realising his crybar, you extend your hand and beckon for him to take it. You've got to get out of here! He cries fearfully as he reaches for you, his face streaked with blood. This whole place is going to collapse! Yes, well, that, that is what tombs do, apparently... Greybo thrusts his hand into yours, well, okay, that's not what happens. I grow bigger and he climbs on top, hoping to steady him as he, as he scrambles up the crumbling stairs. Suddenly, another series of tremors shakes through the earth, showing you a dust and debris, shaking the st- st- shaking the steps and wetching Greybo's hand from your grasp as he staggers backwards and shoots his hand out towards you in a last desperate bid. Wait, I guess he holds on tighter. Desperate bid to keep from tumbling down the stairs. Alright, picking a number. Bonus 38. 20 from agility, 18 from body. Okay, okay, I guess this is a bit me and a bit him. But mostly him. Alright, picking a number. Pick now. 99. Success. All right, I just, I, I just go back or something. I, anyway, I manage just, I, I lean out a foot or something. And I stop him. You lunge for, for Gribor's outstretched hand and grab hold of it. Another jolting tremor shakes the stair, but you manage to retain your grip. With a mighty heave, you pull the fearful man back to steady footing. "I have to get out of here," he cries, pointing up the steps. "Come on." The two of you sprint up the steps in a frantic race. Race to escape the collapsing tomb. With Cryball just ahead of you, you sprint up the crumbling stair as fast as your legs will allow. Doing your best to dodge falling chunks of stone and debris. Picking a number. Bonus of 29. 20 from agility. 9 from body. Got to get 40 or more. Or what's going to fall on my head? Pick now. 119. Success. and now na- A large stone block suddenly drops onto the stairs in front of you. Narrowly missing Grimble cries out for you as it continues towards the surface. You nimbly twist to your right, it expertly slipping past a weighty slab of stone. As it crumb- tumbles down the stairs, smashing everything in its path. With your heart pounding, you reach the top of the steps. And wash out into the cool, clear air of the forest. Gribor grins and slaps you on the shoulder as the two of you swiftly move away from the collapsing tomb. Well, that was entirely unnecessary, but at least nobody got hurt. Well, he probably got hurt a bit, but not much. Gribor turns back to you and appears about to speak when a series of violent tremors suddenly rumble through the earth. As the ground beneath your feet buckles, the two of you lose your footing and topple over into the forest floor. Moments later, when the tremors have stopped, and the the rumble little more than a faint whisper, you both return to your feet, only to find the stairs leading down into the tomb, are now choked with an impassable mass of Earth and rubble, the ancient crypt, and all within its gloomy depths, including all those undead, is now forever buried. That's probably a good thing with regards to all those undead. Especially since I've barely slain any this time. Okay, it's forever buried unless someone decides wait a minute, the wand might still be there. And gets a team of miners. Because I think a lot, a lot of fiction kind of forgets about that. You, you know, mining exists, and quarrying, and sappers, and other people who professionally dig really big holes for all sorts of stuff. F- for a profession, it's their job digging really big holes. Through rock, and metal, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, it's just a, a few, a few, a few, a few tons of, a few tons of rock isn't going to keep keep any sufficiently determined person out of somewhere. Yes, but but I think narratively speaking. It's, it's it's done. It's done. I mean, we could get it back, but it would be a whole thing. And I know the one's not there. And honestly, he... Uh, I don't think he's... Pro- he's probably not eager to go after it. So no one's going to bother. Unless Ordovar... Unless I lie to Ordovar... That I saw the wand in there, but I had I couldn't get it out in time before it collapsed, and you'll need to get hire a whole bunch of miners to get it, which of course would mean that no, every nobody knows that I have the wand, but that but that would be a very, very spiteful thing to do. Not murder spiteful, but pretty spiteful. A bit closer. Than I care to admit, says Grybar, staring down at the rubble-filled opening of the ground. Just another moment and I think we'll... I think we'll... Well, why bother with any of that? It didn't come to it, so I bother with it. Suddenly... Grybar steps forward and he shakes his shoulder across. Without hesitation, you meet him in a gesture. Thank you, he says. I didn't expect you to come in after me. Thank you. least two-thirds of the time... I didn't. Okay, okay. Let's see. One third of the time, I didn't bother at all. One third of the time, I didn't bother until it was way too late. And the other third of the time, I came in as soon as I thought there was a problem. And honestly, that first, in fact, actually, you going there at all... Is out of character. And probably shouldn't have happened. You yeah, know. From a. Character. From a. Character consistency point of view. Well. Well anyway. it's expect you to come in after me. Thank you. You spend the next small while speaking with Grimor. For you never let on the possession. Of the wand you found in the tomb. Discovery learned about the tome and the wand from the man he met in a tavern in Twythick, probably the same guy. It's a long way to travel based on the tale of a stranger, he says, shaking his head. Wait, no, tavern in Twythick hmm. must be a different guy. Well, if the one was in there, it's not to be found now, so be it. There are other treasures to be sought, other ventures to be had. Yes. Yeah, so being it, being it. So be it, getting out alive was enough for me. Although you're only in danger because of me. But still, you didn't die, so I guess this is a win. As you make your way out of the forest with at your size, he tells you that he lives in the small village of Harkswell, several miles north and east of Trithick. He invites you to pay him a visit if you're ever passing through the area suppose I'll head, head back that way, he says. I have some things to take care of, care of at home before I set out again. But that's always the way. Oh, sorry, I found. When you step out of the forest onto a well-travelled road running north and south, the two of you say your farewells and prepare to part ways. From here, Grable tells you he will head, head north and meet up with another road that will take him into the western House. Thank you again, he says, meeting you in a shoulder across. I do not deserve that, thanks. Best of luck and all that sort of thing. But the old father guide you and keep you safe. As he sets off to the north, you turn and head south. I'm barking on a trek that will take you back to Hawklaw. Okay, back, back to back to All uh, Let's just give him the wand. Before it makes me do anything else. Uh, is, it, is it possible? You've already heard it? Yes, I have. Alright. Alright, yep, yep, yep. We've seen this before. 2,000 gold. Oh. Hjorn is going to get it. He's a smart guy. With you. We have a nice time. We go. Dark. Dark clouds are on. The horizon. This is. This is a metaphor. Probably. (laughs) Okay, and that is the end. And you know what? I'm going to accept this end. I'm going to accept it. There are the other ways where I tell him I ha- don't have the wand. Well, I tell him I have the wand. He offers to buy it, but I manage to run away in time. I will tell him I have the wand, but I run away really quickly. There's lots of yes, yeah, other options, but there, yeah, I just don't don't feel like uh, I feel this is the best option, really. Because you never have any particular murderous desire. And the... Well, okay. No one died. Which is a win. Well. Shouldn't be a win. It should be a draw to no one dying. But on an adventure like this, having nobody die is a win. Anyhow, that is the end of that. And anyhow... It turns out that Huron does hear of the wand. And he, and he contacts, and the wand part two takes place in my residence, Oak Road Keep. But anyway, it's been more than an hour now. It's actually been one hour and seven minutes, so... That makes this time time to end this. So until then, farewell, fellow adventurous. What's so special about hero bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving.